0: Slenderman, Slenderman All the children try to run Slenderman, Slenderman To him it's part of the fun Slenderman, Slenderman Dressed in darkest suit and tie Slenderman, Slenderman You most certainly will die
1: Oh, hello, and welcome to Al Dente Rigamortis I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. And this month, most slender. <laughs> for today, for this month is Slender Month. So we're doing Slenderman-related creepypastas. For this week, we have The Man Who Was Set Free and Hide and Seek, which are two creepypastas done in the Fear Mythos, um, which is a communal... Uh, writing circle that writes, like, scary stories or creepy stories, much like creepypastas, um, based on these these entities that are manifestations of fears. And the Slender Man was included into this mythos. So that's why we're doing an episode to cover that. So, again, as always, you can go Google creepypasta and the fear mythos. You'll find a lot more information than I could possibly spill out. Um, and... Check them out. There, it's a pretty expansive circle of writing. So, but for this one, we're doing hide and seek and the man who was set free. So we'll start off with the man who was set free. It starts off um, pretty much with a man just uh, in a dark room with light on um, above him. Uh, he's sitting at a table and he's just kind of explaining why who he is and why he's there and stuff. Uh, he's uh, a German man uh, who uh, was in, uh, who was a guard in Auschwitz. So already we're starting off with a bang. <laughs> um, and he's, uh, he said he was a guard there. He didn't, uh, and that he was, he, he sure he, move, he moved the people along into it. Um, but ultimately he left. Uh, he got transferred out of Auschwitz and decided to leave Germany. Went to America. Found his wife. Found his kids. And this is like after the war's over yeah. by the by not, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This isn't like during the war. But his
2: excuse his reasoning is that he was not like he didn't make any of the decisions at Auschwitz. Yeah. He He was just a guard. Yeah, he was he was just following orders. Um you know, just so that cuz yeah, that that's pretty important.
1: Yeah. Um and so, yeah, he has children and grandchildren and stuff, and, uh, like, a lifetime passes, essentially, and he decides that he wants to go, he, he, uh, he, he has to go back.
2: Uh, he goes back because then, last week I saw a man. He was tall and thin and wore a black suit and tie. And he remembered him from from when uh, he was a guard
1: there, and that the people that were being the carted prisoners in were, seeing him. were seeing him outside yeah. of the fences and outside of the gates and shit. Yeah, and there was some kerfuffle about like and, stopping that kind of talk. Yeah, okay. his
2: superiors were like, "Well, we can't have that kind of talk going on." For some reason, I never really understood that. Um, um, there has I been a just, un, well. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't understand why the Nazis were like you know, oh, we gotta put a stop to that. It's like...
1: Yeah, I I can
2: see... It, it's it's talk, and it's not even, like, talk that's raising
1: spirits or anything like that. No, they're that. seeing a guy, like, a tall man in a suit, like, they're having uh, like, like what could ultimately nobody be talks well <laughs> when they are seen
2: slenderman they're no. not they're <laughs> no, not they... happy about it Yeah. like i mean in my experience anyone who sees <laughs> yeah. slenderman is never happy so yeah. the prisoner seeing what i assume is slenderman yeah we can all assume that at this point they're seeing that doesn't really lead me to believe that the talk about it is positive or uplifting in any way. There, maybe it's that, um, so like the, from, it just,
1: yeah, like, it just
2: uh, doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, from, from from your point of view and from people who are just, like, reading this and not knowing much about the Slender Man, my best guess, and it's probably not even the right one, but whatever, um, is that, I mean, Slender Man does have a notoriety of, like, if you talk about him, he becomes more real, he, the infect, the, he be, you become infective, and you infect everybody else that's around you by talking about him. So that's my kind of best guess is that maybe they're worried about a contamination because yeah, but it doesn't sound like they
2: know what the what it
1: is. What they're what the prisoners are talking about.
2: Okay. You yeah. know, it's they're they're talking about a man in a suit. Yeah. That's not, you know. That's not really that different. So they think that they're seeing like it some businessman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it 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 doesn't seem like talk that really needs to be Shut down. But anywho, it's talk that needs to be shut down, apparently, so the guard has to, you know, do that. And and Nazis in concentration camps go about quieting talk of the prisoners. Murder!
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they um, then spend. Or, yeah, so he go yeah he catches gets the plane out to Auschwitz and um, is going through it trying to like find him trying to find this man because he had seen him before back in Auschwitz so doesn't ultimately like looking all over the place can't find him or anything like that so he goes back to America but and all, right off the bat notices that like the person beside him is coughing. Um... And then gets home and re- finds out that his family is starting to look worse for wear. Like they're starting to cough, but they don't have colds, and they're starting to look thinner. And then they, as time like goes on, within like a couple over the course of a couple weeks, he his whole family starts degenerating into. Well, it's not just his family; it's everyone. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, so yeah, like it's like everybody around him. Everyone everywhere. Yeah. Is just becoming sick thinner, and and dying. And, yeah. And eventually, he leaves his house, and there's like nobody around. Like there's nobody alive in his neighborhood, in his city, in the country, in the world to him. Um, and then, in the middle of the road, the guy in the tall, uh, the tall guy in the uh, suit is there, and uh, his face has like thousands of faces, and they keep and they start cycling through like different faces, like his family members, and then ultimately it turns into his face, and he starts apologizing um for like like he like he was just following orders to like he did like he had to sh- like cuz he was the one that one of the ones that shot um the people that were talking about the Slender Man. and then he wakes the next thing he knows he's back he's in this room <laughs>
2: and then i found myself here in this place and there was a sound outside as the old man
1: stood up revealing his striped fatigues whatever yeah so he's <clears throat> Kind of a weekend. Yeah. I, I was also kind of confused by the ending. Like, is he back in Auschwitz then? Is that the, where we're going for that? Is, like, was he actually, like, did he actually go end up back in Auschwitz? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Your, your guess is as good as mine. It's
2: it's vague to the point of incoherent. Yeah. Like, I was. I just it, wasn't sure. I, I feel like they're trying to do. Um, what the second half of the Hellraiser saga movies were doing where he's basically in his own little hell. Gotcha, yeah. And, and because, you know, he was an Auschwitz guard. That's how it his hell is basically being a prisoner in Auschwitz.
1: Yeah. Actually, but, that, it does
2: kind of make sense with... It the... makes sense, but it's not really handled yeah, no. with the same... Like, I understand you want to be subtle, but, like I said, it it's subtle to the point of incoherence at the end, like I don't a hundred percent know what they're saying. That's just what I read into it,
1: yeah, um, well, when it started happening like like that he was like everybody was dying around him, I was like, well, either this is like he like everybody is in fact like dying around him, and he's the only last person, or it's all in his head, or he's been moved to some other reality or something, yeah, so. I can kinda of see that. And that's is how pretty much the story ends. Is that he gets up from that chair that you started off in at the start of the story and walks out into a courtyard. Um
2: Yeah, he goes out into the camp and starts working.
1: Yeah. So it's I don't know, it was a fun it was, well, okay, it wasn't a fun little story, but it was a it was an interesting story. Um and it it was it tried to take give like seemed to try to give Slenderman a little bit more notoriety with like like, like, older history, like, with, like, with the, like, World War Two, like, the German stuff, because he has been, like, in mention in a couple of other stories that I've, like, passed by, or, like, in vlogs, where his, like, origins stem into Nazi history, and, like, like, the Nazis feared him and stuff, or had encountered him and, and like, tried to use, or, like, either tried to use his power or, like, feared him, uh, or feared him as an entity of the supernatural. Um, so it looks like they tried to do this with this one, but... Yeah, it just seemed like it was. he was also more of just, like, kind of a demon that was just, like... Or this guy's, like, own personal guilt about what happened in Auschwitz. Or he was manifesting because of that.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know. It wasn't... It just wasn't... It didn't seem right, and it was, like, it was horribly executed. Um, and, honestly, it really just felt like Slenderman was Pinhead from the Hellraiser yeah. franchise. Yeah, no, I saw that, too. And, like... Don't get me wrong, I have, you know, X amount of respect for Slenderman, but that's doesn't really seem like his job. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's not what he does. Yeah, well, I mean... It's hard to tell what his job maybe, is, but yeah, that's... Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but, you know, that, that just seems not beneath him, not above him, just outside of what he does. Yeah. You know, like like I said, it felt very much more like a pinhead... Story than a Slenderman story. Yeah, and yeah, I don't really think that the two of them have a whole lot in common.
1: Yeah, um, it, it, again, it, that's the thing with Slenderman is Slenderman that it's so open to interpretation fear, too.
2: Whereas this is suffering. Yeah, this and is guilt and suffering. The not suffering really just—it's it, not suffering, guilt. These aren't things that are inherently. Based solely on fear. Yeah. You know, like it can be involved, but like the yeah, fear is
1: really... a facet of the guilt. Yeah, like this... the guy feels, seems to tend more like guilt than, or and like like for being in Osh- or for being like doing what he did and stuff like that. It seems like he, like, that's the reason he went back too, is that like. Well, and it almost seems like
2: when he's like, oh, I was just, you know, a guard, all I did was take orders and execute, he was like trying and to perform, you know, my duty. At the end of it it's almost like he wasn't being a hundred percent truthful with yeah. that that was <laughs> like he was
1: maybe a higher up on the guard pole
2: yeah where he actually you know maybe was picking some of the people to be dying well and yeah saying he, that you know this person dies today as opposed yeah. to like oh you want me to kill this person okay I will shoot them
1: yeah
2: <clears throat> I don't know that that's I don't know. Like I say, it just seems it's like it's more of a personal hell thing as opposed to a um you know, a fear thing. Like the road yeah. was the road like was like a pretty fear, good fear story. Yeah.
1: This one was more, like, just, again, like, you're, you're paying for your sins kind yeah. of thing. Which, uh, now, like, it doesn't, like, from what I've, I've only really see, gotten a glimpse into the fear mythos stuff, but it seems like that's kind of what they do, is that they are, like, these otherworldly entities that pull you into, other, into, like, your own personal hells to try and draw you into fear, but for the story it just seems to like you're, he's not really ter- like, un- like he didn't really get ac- the writer didn't get across that the guy was afraid of this it was more or less he had kind of like he was just kind of regretting what he had done exactly and seeing this this entity was like confirmation of that guilt <laughs> yeah
2: and i don't know it just it didn't seem like slenderman not that i'm some sort of expert on <laughs> slenderman but
1: yeah like yeah i can see where you're going with it yeah um so yeah, uh, to me, it, to me, I feel like if
2: Slenderman had wanted to, you know, fuck with this guy, he would have done it back in World War Two. Yeah, he, he wouldn't have waited a you life know, sixty odd years or whatever. To you know, go back and oh, now I've
1: got you. I've been so busy. <laughs> Just, I, well, I mean, it's like, he's been doing a lot of other stuff, but yeah, no, it's yeah, he's like he's this otherworldly being. He he can pick you off whenever he likes, kind of thing. Yeah, and he wouldn't wait seventy years or. However Especially long since the guy said like his his own memories of that whole thing was kind of like fuzzy. Although that could also be part of the lie that he's telling himself yeah. and the and the viewer. Yeah. So yeah, that's just I don't know. I did like the story just because it it does kind of it it, it it like while it's not a very it's not what we've like come to expect of a Slenderman story it does give it is a pretty kind of compelling story. I like the idea of the yeah. story. It's very poorly executed.
2: Um, it, it's rushed. Mm-hmm. It's too short for to
1: handle Ooh, the, concept, the material. It's yeah, it's like it does trying kind of yeah, it skims over a lot of the. Uh, like stuff that happens, like over, like within paragraphs, we're getting like his family, May she, like dying and stuff of like that, and him going his like. There's visit no to emotion to it. Yeah, his visit to Auschwitz like had no description aside from going down corridors yeah. and stuff of like that. I mean, I grant it. Like, okay, we're not trying to disrespect anybody. It is a very shitty thing that happened. Um, that should really go without without saying at all. But if you're gonna get, add that to your material to try and like evoke some kind of emotion, put a little bit more detail. Like don't don't go too far into the one onto one side or other. Just give us a little bit more description of what's of like what's going on in that. Like while the guy's walking around this place, like what he's feeling and stuff. Is he getting two yeah. inches of like of like well, memory and guilt and stuff in the background? I like, think this is why there's no fear in this is because there's
2: really no emotion in this. I mean, yeah, like it, again, just even kind of the guilt through. is reading between the lines. Yeah. And, yeah, there, there's really no emotion in this writing at all, anywhere. Um, that That's probably my biggest problem with it. It's not... I mean, it should be longer than it is to... Tell the right to tell the same story properly. It should be way longer. Oh yeah. But that's just because what you'd be adding in is emotion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this guy—he just seems to. Man, my family's dead. My
1: grandchildren were all dead within a week. It's like. And I'm just here in this. And and I went outside, hole. and there
2: he was. And oh my God! And now I'm here, and I have striped
1: pajamas. And now I'm going off to work. It's just, yeah. it's so yeah. monotone. Yeah, like, and that's really legit, like, in your head, that's kind of what you're getting, like, from this guy. He's just, like, an old man's voice with a German accent, maybe, um, just explaining this whole, like, doing this whole summary, but not really putting any emotion in it. It's just monotone. Yeah, and it, it's... Also, it was just, like, weird that he'd, like, note that, like, the person... I mean, I don't know, maybe it's, like, just to, like, foreshadow it, but he kind of noted very oddly that, like, the person beside him in the in the... In the plane was like coughing. Well, without a cold, it wasn't
2: like, as it wasn't a foreshadow. It was a buildup. Yeah, sorry. What the problem was was that like halfway down the screen, like it seems like the entire world is dead. Yeah. So, like you can't really have a slow build when it's just so sudden okay. and you know stated like a statistic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's just it's a heartless story. And not in a you know oh man these you know these characters all had no heart. No, it's just just, that
1: there's no there was no like it didn't draw any emotion really. The person who wrote it
2: had no connection, strong feeling to what he was writing. So there's no heart in the entire story. It's just bland and empty. Um, The idea is cool, but the execution is I mean without without heart. How can Short you write anything? He, yeah, exactly. I mean, writing is an art form, and if you take the heart out of an art form, you're left with... The writing. Something that should be good, but for some reason just isn't. Doesn't click.
1: Yeah. Alright. Yeah, so that was the man who was set free, and now we'll move on to hide-and-seek. Um, do you mind taking the wheel with this one? Nope, you know this one. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it, Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it starts off, um, it, it's pretty much kind of, um, like, what's the, what's the perspective that this one going with? It's like where it's you, your like the reader. First person? It's the first person? Okay. Um, where it's saying like you're running from a man who was never there and then it kind of goes into, um, you were, you mind your own business and then you, you, you caught a glimpse of something like a face, like a faceless person. Um, but it's like any other, it's, it's like when you uh, look into a crowd and you don't actually see any of their faces. Um, or you don't record, you don't, um, register any of them. Um, but then you catch another glimpse, like a longer glimpse, and you realize that there's something off about that ma- that person. And then it just kind of goes through like a, a series of, of prose of just like how, um, like over your life, you realize that you've been seeing this, this same faceless figure since your childhood. Um, and that, but then you can't really recall your childhood all that well. Like, did you have a good childhood or did you, like, is this thing been erasing your memory kind of thing? And then by the very end, it kind of tries to invoke some kind of sense of like um, existential crisis with the character. Like, you're like, where are your memories? Like, what are your memories? What are you? And then it leaves off with like the last, or like you're running from the man who was always there. So, just kind of completely contradicting what it said earlier, because that's what Slenderman is. He's this noble, contradictory force, according to the story. Which isn't really... It's not so much a story... It's a story in that it, But it's a really short one.
2: Like, super... More like an explanation of what Slenderman is. Yeah. But done in a creative way. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just stating the facts.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> much like the one we did last week.
2: And, yeah, well, no, because this one doesn't give you all of the information that's out there and compile it. it. This one says what he is, not what he's done. Gotcha, yeah. This is, you know, like, basically, this would be a great thing to read before reading, um, like, a better, like, a bunch of Slender Man stuff, because... It gives you more of a feel for what he is, or, you know, not even what he does, because he doesn't really do anything in this, he's just there in pictures. Yeah. But, you know, it gives you that sense of, like, his toying with people, and his... It's
1: all a game kind of thing, and, <clears throat> yeah. It's... Basically, no matter what you do, he's in control. Yeah, you're just, you've got strings that hold you down, and he's holding the strings. Not really, but
2: um, <laughs> you are a pawn, and you know you you can run around your little square, but he tell he controls what square you're in. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. There's another metaphor. A better. Uh huh. Eat it. <laughs> uh, anything else you thought about this one? Like it is like I said, like like we've said, it's really short. So um. Well, I mean, it, it's not really a story,
2: right? Yeah, it's more like, of just,
1: like, kind of a... like a, uh, What do you call this? I've really like,
2: said everything like that I have to say about it, honestly, because it really just seems like it's a description of Slenderman. Yeah. What he is and what he does, not really... it Like, there's no plot here. No. And without a plot, there's no story. Without a story, there's not really anything to
1: pick apart or bitch about. Yeah. It's just another kind of interpretation of, like, what he does or what he is. Because that's... The thing with Slenderman is that, like, there's... It's just a big communal writing circle of... People have, like, take the idea of Slenderman and decide... Since, like, when we first... When he first showed up, like, nobody knew what he was or did. And that was kind of the point. So people have tried to, like, add their own thing to it. That's why he's in the fear mythos and why he's got his own... There's a ton of other, like, theories about what he was... Or what he is, so... I guess that's just what this one is. It's just he's just it's another explanation for how he functions or what he, what he, how what he is.
2: Yeah, it's an interpretation on what he is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's, there's no plot here. There's no story. There's no. I mean, there's a beginning and an end in that. There's a top of a page and there's a bottom of the page. Yeah. But not really, in the writing. Yeah. Um. And I mean, this would. This would be a great, like I say, this would be a great way to start off reading a bunch of Slenderman stuff because uh, it would get you, it would help get you in the right state of mind. mm Mm-hmm. And it's it's short, so it'd be a nice little precursor, and then you start reading actual stories with Slenderman, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah." you know, like, because you would start the story, and you've already read this, so you're in the right mindset, so you're
1: going to enjoy the stories more. Yeah, actually, this... This one I would actually recommend, you read this one first and then go, because this, a lot of the, the Fear Mythos stuff is through blogs and blogs rather than like short stories like what we usually do on the show, I'd almost recommend, like for this one, I would recommend reading it and then watch um, Trial of Leaves on YouTube, which is a web series that has the Slender Man very similar to this, except more it's fleshed out with like characters and like them trying to survive the, a Slender Man that's very much like this guy. So that would be my two pieces on that. Um as for sorry guys that's I guess that's really what we have for the say on this one, but it's really short yeah <laughs> um
2: there's no real meat to it yeah. um, I would go so far as to say that this like I mean, if you've heard about Slenderman and you want to read a bunch of Slenderman stuff, use this um, as a this this is what you should start with, yeah, it will get you in the right mindset um, but you really need
1: something with more meat afterwards, yeah, um. Perhaps we should have started with this one and then into it. <laughs> well, there's no yeah, there's no real connection, man. and it wouldn't have fucking helped, Heisen,
2: or it wouldn't have helped uh, the man who was set free at all.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know. I still
2: would recommend that one.
1: That's the way one. I read them.
2: Yeah, you would recommend it because you like the idea. I can't recommend because the man you who don't. was set free because it was poorly executed. An idea does not make a story. An idea. Is what a story should start with,
1: not have. I still think though, like a concept like that still merits, like at least going over it, because I mean, mind you, like it's it wasn't horribly written. There's well, I mean, it, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like, horribly written. It, it was just
2: doesn't
1: passion. Pass- pa- There's there no passion list. in yeah. the writing. Yeah, and without that, your writing is just it suffers horribly. Yeah, and like I'm not saying it's <clears> like the best one or like even like a good one. I'm just saying like it merit it. Sh- it does merit a read at least once. In my opinion, it
2: doesn't merit that. It should just be avoided um, because it's a waste of time. The time would be way better spent looking for something better written, in my opinion, because, like, there's no passion. There's no soul to that writing. It's just, oh, all of these things happened. This must be hell. Oh, it is hell. Okay, bye. All right, fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, with hide and seek, I would rec- totally recommend
1: reading it, but not just it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, like
2: continue read reading. it, and,
1: and then find it. some other shit. Yeah, like um, and uh, like I said, like find some blogs. Find like some if blogs, you haven't,
2: something. if you haven't, um, from our first episode of Slender Month, uh, The Road.
1: Yeah, The Road would mm-hmm. been a good one. Yeah. Yeah, because that um, kind of plays off the whole like he's there and then he's not, and he likes to play tricks. And oh yeah, he's, it's he's completely
2: totally... unrelated to what's going on in hide and seek, but. The road was probably the best thing I've read this month for yeah. Slenderman. So,
1: yeah, it, it is. It is odd that like I've like because I've been I have w- been digging and cannot find that many creepypastas that I thought I would find of Slenderman since he's apparently the icon of slender of creepypasta. There's more like long form stuff, which maybe at some point we'll have to actually sit down and you know read a blog version of one of these stories. Are these series of stories. I'm
2: telling you, that's what do. Hmm?
1: I told you that's what we should do. If yeah. That's what there is. Yeah, so I think next time we will do that. Um, but for now, yeah, like... So, yeah, I recommend uh, Hide and Seek as a precursor to more reading. Um, and then kind of a conflicted argument on whether or not you should read. No, 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 they shouldn't. Uh-huh, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> yes, but you're wrong. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I guess that's this week's episode of Slender Month. Um, so, as always, uh, if you disagree, if you agree with either of us, send us a tweet at ReviewCultist or Doctor Leviathan. Though you'll probably have more, um, you'll probably get a response from me more than the good doctor. Um, at least through that avenue. You can also send us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it's on YouTube, Tumblr, Kiwi Six. Uh, we're on iTunes, so go check us out. Send us a review there. That would be awesome. And you can also send us an email if you'd like to uh, send hate mail or uh, some suggestions and whatnot at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com where you can send us, of course, suggestions for other creepypastas. Or, you know what? Even, like, blogs or vlogs of Slenderman or other creepypasta entities. So, um...
2: And uh, we've also recently added to the Tumblr site for Al Dente um, a donate button. So if you'd like to help us cover the costs of this or um, any other projects that we here at Al Dente want to uh, do, um, we will not um, yell at you for uh, (laughs) clicking on that donate button. All right. And all, all right. of anything from that will goes, it go goes back to into the podcast or other projects that uh, myself or uh, the cultists want to uh, get off the ground.
1: Yep. All
2: right. about cover that? Yep.
1: Yep. Um, and so I guess until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis, Slender Month, Sleep Well.
0: Slenderman, man, man, all the children try to run, Slenderman, man,